Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on SiriusXM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy Wisdom Wednesday, kings and queens. It's your boy, DJ Fogel, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble, checking in on this Wisdom Wednesday. Put my glasses on so I can feel smarter. Hey, wake up, wake up with us. We are here for you, okay, on this Wisdom Wednesday. Obviously, uh, y'all gonna get a little bit more wisdom today, so I uh, hope y'all ready for that. that yeah, just start, just start tweeting right now. Just start, start tweeting. tweeting right now. Start texting. <laughs> yeah, wake everybody up. Wake everybody up. Yeah, we got a real talk topic today. Uh, we we gonna we gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about uh, our religious saints. That's what I'm gonna call this topic today. Uh, Dice, our religious saints. Well, and, um, you know how we need to think more kingdom. Well, think we think ooh. more kingdom and kingdom advancement. Kingdom ooh. advancement. That's why we we. we I, I should I should get that uh, uh trademark because I, I promise you I've been saying that kingdom, kingdom advancement for a long time. Mm. But yeah, we need to start thinking more kingdom. So of course I know by now everybody has saw uh Ernest Pugh um post and everything he had to say about the Stella Awards turning into the new gospel hip hop awards because we actually had four Christian hip hop artists perform on the stellar so wow a whole four four yeah just four just, just four <laughs> no no just let's be very clear for listen wait a minute and one of them is actually still a gospel artist so let's be very clear so the four that performed that he's complaining about was one day aaron cole jordan armstrong and you know who the fourth one was who was um erica mason so you had one rapper to rapper because the other three be singing they rap and they sing. Really? Four people. That's it? Yeah, that's it. And then if you want to add Erica Campbell, because she performed with Jordan Armstrong. Mm. Yeah. If, if you want to add uh, Erica Campbell, the legendary Erica Campbell. So how is it that the legendary Erica Campbell could come out and perform with a Christian uh hip hop or urban he's more of a he's more of that uh Christian R and B type. Uh Jordan Armstrong is like a whole vibe. He's in his own little his own little space, but you know Erica Campbell's okay with coming out and performing with him. But you know, 
Ernest Pugh has some issues. So yeah, we're going to dive into that conversation. There's a lot to talk about with that. So yeah, it's going to be a nice one today. Also, we had an opportunity to sit down with our brother, um, one of the OGs in the game, Dre Murray. Yeah. Um, so that exclusive interview is coming. So listen, we got a full pack show dice. I, I promise you, I just want to get right to it. It's, it's so much. And I want to make sure we use every minute. <laughs> properly today so listen uh you know of course you know what our mission is here at the fix radio show i pray that uh ernest pew is listening to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps jesus christ at the center of the message we will not back down from that we will stay firm on that and yes this is how we praise them psalms 150 we praising them this way we use the form of hip-hop ministry still to let god save souls because we ain't saving souls god is just using us as vessels he's saving us souls so we still are using this form of artistry so that the gospel can be advanced so we are well well a part of the gospel uh earnest people bless your life I pray you listen. I, I can't wait to interview with you. We can't wait to interview with you. But listen, uh, we're going to get right to it. We got music on the way. Oh, by Pastor Mike Jr. As well as Lecrae and 1K Field. Didn't Pastor Mike win some Stellas? Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 listen, new Jonathan McReynolds too as well. And uh, yeah, right now though, we got Trench Walk. Mm-hmm. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. To tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing, you already know you tapped in with DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And listen, Dice, you know what I'm saying? Man. We love we love when we get the OGs on the line, man. When we man. get the OGs on the line, man, who've been doing it for a long time, um, who, who may not have gotten all their roses like they should, mm-hmm. uh, Thanks. we like to dive into these great conversations. So, listen. Uh, we're gonna get right to it. We have uh, a lyrical rhyme spitter. Let's be very clear. He got that southern twang, but he got them. He got them bars uh, too as well. <laughs> uh, help us welcome in our brother who's been doing it for a long time, Dre Murray. What's going on, bro? Yo, yo, yo. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? We're good, Dre. Hey, man, thank you for coming on here, man. Thank you so uh, much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, y'all got the the professional radio voice going. I feel like I'm on. You know, I'm on the on the real deal right here. Thank y'all for having me. Dre, you are on The Real Deal. This is Sirius XM, Channel 154, <laughs> Holy Culture Radio. The Fix is in. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank, no, you history. I mean, you are history in itself. So I focus. I already know you got your questions all lined up, ready to yeah, I know you're ready to just... Let's, let's get into it, because it's going to be a great, great conversation. We got to yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dre, first, for the people who may not know you, share a little bit of your faith story with the people, maybe how you developed your own personal relationship with Christ before we talk about the music and everything else dope you do. Yeah. No doubt, man. So I was born and raised on, on the south side of Houston, uh, which, you know, minutes from where, if anybody's familiar with like the screw culture and, you know, uh, DJ Screw, the screwed up click, I was minutes from all of that. So my upbringing was, I was immersed in that world when it comes to to music and so why everybody hip-hop you know i was in love with, with hip-hop at an early age but that was so close to me that's that's all i that's all i wanted so i chased that and in basketball up until i was 19 20 i came uh, to oklahoma to play basketball uh southern nazarene university small school up here and um it's a christian school which i had opportunities to play at, at larger universities, but my grandmother died just prior to me going to going into my senior year. And she had a dream 
<laughs> I don't know. She knew nothing about the basketball, really, but she had a dream that Scottie Pippen, who also went to NAI school, took me out and wanted me to go to this NAI school. And so I went, you know what I mean? I passed up all kind of offers to go to this small school. And my sophomore year, I had this encounter. I was, I was wilding, bro. I was like, straight from Houston. Like some of my friends were from Texas. They, they left and went back. I was trying to get my scholarship away. I had a full ride, trying to go back to Houston. I was driving back and forth on the weekend. My sophomore year, my cousin, who I was in a rap group with, we was trying to do the, you know, South Side uh, screwed up click thing. We was trying to be on an independent label. He got locked up and um, I had this encounter in my dorm room, man, where it was just all of these months of people pouring into me uh, led up to this this one encounter in my in my dorm room where I actually like literally thought that I was dead. Like I thought I was going to die. Story is much bigger. There was so much going on at the time, like me being almost being kicked out of school for certain things. And like I said, trying to turn over my scholarship at one time. There's a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, I had this this real encounter and it was like the next day, everything that had built up to that point, you know, when I look back, it had it had prepared me for that that experience and that encounter. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a, a quick thing. God had been working with me that whole time. And so the very next day, man, it was like a weight was just lifted off of my shoulders. And I had some knowledge of the Bible and some knowledge of, you know, church growing up. We would go every once in a while, but I was always a, a, a like a seeker. So I would I would seek things on my own. And so I knew, man, I knew right from wrong. I knew um, ultimately where God wanted me, but I was kind of, you know, I was fighting it. And he eventually just chased me down, man, to the point to where I literally I had this vision of me being dead and what that would be for my life and um the next day man like i said this weight was lifted and it felt like it was it happened like that but it really didn't but i was i was completely changed at that point and uh i began to, to witness to everybody that i could i was a little abrasive at first a little zealous kicking in doors why y'all going out to the club and i was just with them the other day at the club at the same club so but you know i i, I reeled it in after about a year and continued my journey with, with music. And uh, from there, man, it was just me getting in the community in OKC and starting to travel and meeting people in the Christian hip hop community. The K-Drama was one of the first people. He was like, he was a teenager and I ran across him and he was one of the first people to kind of encourage me in my faith and in my walk as well as the music. So from there, man, it was just, it was on from, from then on out. Well, I'm pretty sure that's just like a quarter of the story. Yeah, but it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, that's fantastic. And definitely shout out to K-Drama. You are, that's my brother. I mean, yeah. I promise. I think we have the same mom. And she's, not, she's just not telling me everything. But uh, <laughs> he's so dope. And, uh, and I want to get back to you. But um, it's a special thing with him. You know what I mean? Like. People don't even understand. I mean, just as a person, he's been the most faithful to me in the whole CHH community, period. When I had money, didn't have money, when I needed to do a show, when I needed to hook up, just 
even just just from a brother standpoint i mean praying on my tracks like he would send me the track but he put a prayer on it before i even recorded like like it, he's next level and it, and i'm I just was saying, i'm glad you brought him up and uh you know yeah. we can we can drop it but i'm just saying thank you for for saying that about him because people don't really get their flowers or their roses to people yeah no for sure you know, that's my dog man like he 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 don't he he kept the letter i wrote him in 2003 um he still had I posted it on I have this this back page for like my mailing list and I posted it. It was me as a college athlete. I'm older than him and he's his teenager. I'm trying to get on his mixtape and letting them know that, you know, I'm I'm, you know, on fire for God and I'm trying to I I was reading that letter like, man, what were you <laughs> like the the way I was talking to him was crazy, but it was it was uh it was a moment, man. And the fact that he kept that, like he kept that all these years. And it's not like tore up. It's not. It's in. It's in the same condition that I, I sent the letter in, and that was 2003. You know what I'm saying? It's like stuff like that. He. It, it meant a lot to him. It meant a lot to me. And from there, we just we clicked, and we don't talk all the time. But when, but he's he has like a special place in my heart, man, for sure. Absolutely. So so let, let let's talk about it. Uh, you know, you, you start transitioning into doing the Christian hip hop. You starting to connect with K Drama and other uh, artists and other producers and stuff. Walk us through what that looked like for you, like just the transitioning of trying to come into the CHH space and start to write content for that because it's totally different from you know just regular hip hop. Yeah. So early on, my my oldest brother, part of the story, my oldest brother was into Christian hip hop. So like we were in Houston, so like Grape Tree Records, New Wine, Little Rascal, you know, all of these people, I was getting, he was feeding me these CDs and I was like not trying to hear. But then I heard New Wine and I heard Little Rascal. And so one of the one of the very first experiences I had was meeting New Wine at a show. My brother took me to a show like on the, on the Southwest side of Houston. And I, I had a tape, a cassette tape. I had a demo of, of like these, spiritual type songs right i was on the fence of whether or not i should do this thing and uh he didn't want to hear it he, he said he had enough artists at the time and that was enough fuel for me in that period in my life to say man forget christian hip-hop man all this like i went back to what i was doing in the street or whatever and and then um you know fast forward to when i started getting into it i knew that i was serious because i was getting rejected a lot but I, I kept I kept going. So one of my first encounters, like I said, was with K Drama, KJ52. I sent him the same CD I said K Drama, and I didn't hear from him for months. Right, there was no response. So I'm just thinking, you know, oh, he think it's whack. You know, uh, same thing happened. There was a radio station in Oklahoma City. They played Christian rap in the morning, like it was Saturday morning rap tune. I sent in my CD to them. Never heard from them. I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, this guy just randomly runs into me at, at a shoe store. We start talking about Christian hip hop. And he's like, man, I'm the liaison for uh, Kurt Franklin tonight at the Billy Graham event. He was like, let me take your CD and get it to Kurt. He took my CD. He called me with Kirk in the background. I go to the, to the event. You know, of course, I'm listening to Billy Graham, but I'm like, man, this is my first... This is happening fast, guy. Like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, go, I go backstage. Kirk is gone. 
Kirk is going. Tate from DC Talk is walking me around from dressing room. This is suit that all happened in 2003. He's walking me around from dressing room to dressing room looking for Kirk. Kirk's not there. Long story short, he he got chased down by some fans, and you know I never knew what happened to my to my CD. You know what I mean? So stuff like that was just over and over me trying to do it. So I was like, man, let me go back to the Houston thing. We just pressed them up ourselves. Me and my brother. My brother gave me some money. He drew out his 401k. He had like a little gay job at NASA, and he had some benefits. He drew out some money. We pressed up some CDs. Sent him the CD baby. Sent, you know, the, the deal to, to K-Drama, got on K-Drama's mixtape. Once K-Drama's mixtape came out, there was a song, and it was right around the time MySpace and all that was coming together. There was a song on there that really started kind of gaining some traction. And with the social, the advent of like social media, it kind of started spreading to other people. And then CDBaby.com was out. So it, the music started spreading without me having to physically go places. Mm. So that was the first, that was the first time that like, cause I was going to, you know, studios and, and meeting people face to face. That was the first time to where I could just record and hit a, hit a button and get it somewhere that I've never been before. And so from there, um, and like I said, people started hearing it and actually contacted me to do different things. Uh, they weren't necessarily in the Christian hip hop space, but they knew about Christian rap. And so mm-hmm. they had me out. And, you know, fast forward, KJ did have the CD. He, he lost it and moved and found it. Mm-hmm. And he put me on uh, Beat Mart Recordings. I don't know if y'all remember Beat Mart Recordings, Todd oh, Collins. Absolutely. He put me on the first mixtape with Jafia, Rob Hodge, Victory, uh, you know, uh, Jay Johnson, was I think he was still Jay mm-hmm. Silas at the time. And so all of these guys on this tape, when Beatmore came out and the internet started bubbling even more, I started meeting some of these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like KJ came to Oklahoma, I was able to meet him and Todd. So once the face-to-face started happening and you put a face with a name, mm. I started getting out. I, like that same year, I drove all the way to Cincinnati from Oklahoma to, to get with K-Drama. I met his whole squad. We started collaborating more. And just the camaraderie of artists, you know what mm. I mean? Like, it, especially those that, because it wasn't, there was no top-tier artist. Of course, you had your, like, Goatee Records, Grits, you had, you know, Tunnel Rats and uh, L.A. Symphony. Mm -hmm. But they still, Cross Movement, of course, but they still weren't, like, so far out of reach. You know what I mean? Like, they would, no, no, I'm sorry. I said so far out of reach. What did I say? Uh, People going to think I'm taking shots. No, no, no. Oh, no, you're good. (laughs) I'm I'm an MC. I'm sorry. Right, right, right. But, um... But they weren't, they were like on the ground level. Like Cross Movement was moving, was on the street preaching the gospel to people. It was like, what they're doing, I could do type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was still relatable to, mm-hmm. to, so it didn't feel that far away. And I was meeting some of these people. And so, yeah, things just started clicking and, and, and God started working even more in my life uh, as far as my faith to where I began sharing more, more mm-hmm. of my story. Because for a long time, I didn't think that it was real. Like, I was really, you know, like, man, I don't know if I'm really changed. Like, is this, is this real? Is this for real? You know what I mean? And God kind of solidified that in me and, and confirmed that in me along the way through, through this music. 
And so, yeah, from from there, man, it just it just took off. I don't know where you want me to go from there, but that 2003 to 2008 period was really the the groundwork. Like those five years, God had me in some of the most craziest places. <laughs> me and K Drama talked about these these studios that we used to go to. Like I was everywhere. I just wanted to get the message out. Yeah. You know, I'd be at a gas station passing out CDs, talking to people. Uh, you know, I'm posted up in in a, in a hood, and literally somebody just got murdered right here, like five minutes ago. And I'm yeah. on the block, like it it doesn't matter. I was I was everywhere, and that five year period really, really positioned me to to be strong and bold in my faith, but also sharpen me creatively. Listen, you tuned into the fix, your source for faith and fuse, hip hop, army, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, chopping it up with Dre Murray. We got to go to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You tuned back into the fix, your source for faith and fuse, hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got the OG in here. Dre Murray kicking it with us today. And Dre, listen, we got to talk about all this music, but we got to go back because I I think a lot of people may not know about your catalog and Mm, just everybody you've worked with. So I know it's going to be, I know it's going to be hard, but I need you to really paint this picture for people. So like my, my first experience for you, I I, I think I missed some of the K drama days. I don't don't know. Maybe I, I have heard some, but I know the first one that just resonated with me that I was playing was uh my lane like when i heard my lane mm. bro that that just took me to a whole nother level i'm like oh at the time i was doing gospel skate nights you know what i'm saying djing for gospel skate nights so i was add that in and mix that it, it was like ridiculous but over the time and you've done all type of projects you know we know the we live as king project that you did you know you did the thing with you know you just you and alex faith by itself so just take us back man yeah. for the people who may not know the back down memory lane from you know where it kind of started maybe like 0809 to where we are now yeah so that five that five year period i was talking about that was 03 to okay. 08 okay. in in but in 06 i had multiple surgeries to where uh, they they thought I had cancer and they, they thought that I was like you know in the last stages of it and and so I had stopped recording uh, for a mm. while. I picked it up in 2006. So everything you hear in 2008, like uh, a lot of it from from the Manuman album, My Land, and all that, that was recorded. Some of it in 2006, 2007. I was still going through some health issues, but I had stopped. Uh, 2008 I kind of picked it picked it back up and went full force and like I said by that time I was sharp like with my creatively and then my I feel like my faith was on point and so I signed with a little independent label that I used friends that I knew uh, they went and got a they business savvy guys went and got a loan from a bank for like 10, 10 grand and poured it all into that manument project and mm. my lane the, the video Crazy, the guy that shot the video, he played on my uh, college basketball team. When I first met him from Puerto Rico. When I first met him, he didn't know a lick of English. Mm. But we bonded over Christian hip-hop because there was a Puerto Rican Christian hip-hop group that he was in love with, that he knew. Uh, we just bonded over that. And from there, he started learning English, started showing me that he was really serious about the camera. He had previous work. And so we shot that My Lane video like in April 
April or May of 2008. We released it in October, I think. Uh, but from there, that that project really got the attention of some of the Reach guys because Show and Tadashi were actually recording in Oklahoma City with the guy uh, that produced the majority of that project. Uh, and he actually became Show's drummer. And, mm. and so from there, I met Show. Um, I don't know if I met T- Tadashi at the time, but we we kind of, you know, same circle. Like you start you start hearing the name and hearing some of the music show, mm-hmm. start passing some of the stuff around. Um, during that time though, 2008, like I said, some of that stuff was recorded in 20, uh, 2006 and 2007. By 2008, Guy was doing something different, man, to where it was like, I felt like I felt like I had something else to say, like something mm-hmm. different to say, but I was scared to do it. And that's when uh, <laughs> the whole Hell's Paradise thing came together with Wit. He was with a group called the Frontliners, um, and they were splitting up. Um, he had produced a track for me in 20, 2006 that didn't make it on the, to, to the Manumet album when he was like 16 to 17 years old. Hmm. And then we we got to got back together in 2008 uh, for a little bit, and in 2009, I just sent him like a Facebook message and uh, asked him to send me five beats. And I was like, "Tomorrow you have five five songs," and I recorded that whole night, sent him hmm. the five joints. Um, you know, he mixed them, and then from there, he used his relationships. I used some of mine to kind of pull a lot of people on that on that first Hell's Paradise project would be he had a relationship with Jafar Life which was like somebody that I really looked up to because he was doing the things that I wanted to do so Jafar was on that project D-Mob I had a relationship with him because of K-Drama and the Cincinnati connection uh, he was on that project some of the Frontliners guys uh, Riggs who I just did a collaboration with Riggs last, last week his new project dropped Mid Sessions 2 we're still collaborating to this day. Uh, Fidel, I met him in Oklahoma. Uh, man, who else? There's tons of people on that project. Von Juan, I'm at the Houston Connection. From there, he was on the original Welcome to H-Town, which later we would re-recorded a remix uh, and add Lecrae, and then Lecrae put Tadashi on it. Um, and so the, the Hell's Paradise series was one of like, it was kind of like a compilation. So there was a lot of people on those series. And that was from 2009 to 2012. So, um, man, I can't even think of all the names, bro. Like it's uh, Derek Minor, uh, you know, of course, Alex Faith and the Collision guys, uh, Swoop, um, Cam, if, if y'all remember Cam, he mm-hmm. was in Oklahoma City area as well. Um, man, who else was on yeah, y'all got to help me out because I Who can't. Who else I could can't. be on it? <laughs> Every, everybody was on. Everybody's on it. <laughs> Tupac, Biggie, Jesus, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, Ishan, Ishan did. It's crazy that Ishan did all the. Um, I had we had this idea for Hell's Paradise too to like make it like a. We had this theme of like Hitchcock. Like I mm. loved Hitchcock growing up, and, and me and Marty from Social Club was supposed to do a, a album called. Um, Something to do with Hitchcock. I forgot the the, the name. We had some songs. That's where uh, uh, M for Murder that Marty did with me and Alex. That's a Hitchcock film. That was our song for our project. And we just released it, uh, you know, separately. But uh, Ishan 
we had this idea of him just being like the Hitchcock of, of the deal. So he like willingly just read these things that, that I was writing and he became like the <laughs> the voice of, of Hell's Paradise too, uh, which I still I appreciate him so much for doing that, man, because I would have him. It'd be, it'd be up against the deadline and I'm writing them joints and he would just knock it out really, really quick for us, man. So those years were fun, man, because it was like so much... Like I said, just camaraderie and like mm-hmm. people would hear that the music was so organic at the time to where it was, you know, you really couldn't just post something and it go viral wasn't really even a thing. Back right. Then, you know, what I'm saying? Right. it was just like slowly people would hear the music. So um, so to circle back to your question, I mean, it was so many. I can't really name everybody. But, you know, as far as like the most recognizable, anybody from Reese, you can name, uh, of course, Collision. And then, I mean, <laughs> pretty much anybody in between, because I've, I've like some of the younger guys, too, you know, whether it be he's Xavier Omar now, but back when he was Spazzy Rocket, you know, whether it be him, Man. whether it be, you know, tour with him, uh, you know, of course, Social Club. Uh, man, okay, you, crazy. You, you name it. Yeah, you name, you name it. it. You name it. They are. Listen. So, Okay. <sighs> You made a comment about uh, the camaraderie just a second ago. And yes. Focus usually asks this question. Um, where do you see the state of Christian hip-hop now? Like, um, you know, in whichever direction you want to go with it. But um, let me let me hear let me hear what you think about it now. Like, from when you started. Like, like you know, thinking yeah. back a couple years to, to the current state. Like, what's changed? Has anything changed? Is it is it better? Is it worse? You know? Yeah. To, to be completely honest, um, <laughs> I just really started kind of peering back into the scene as far as like, because y'all don't understand, like I was going to, when I was building up, God was building me up, like in my faith, I was going to the Christian bookstore. Every, I'm a college student. I was broke. I was going to the Christian bookstore every day, mm-hmm. listening to anything and anybody, you know, trying to not even like, man, let me send my demo, but just like they were really encouraging me. So mm. once I quote unquote got behind the curtain and kind of seen the nuts and bolts of everything, like I said, the beginning was so organic, but it felt like 2013 up until, I mean, I, I guess 15 to 16, like that, that small window there was so much like trauma mm. uh, and it and it hurt my heart because Christian hip hop was something that I championed. Not only did I champion, like it literally saved my life. Like I, I was, I, God used that vehicle to save my life. Mm. Uh, like I, I should not be, be here. And that's not like something I'm exaggerating. If, if y'all knew the full story, like I should not be here. Uh, and so to, to, to get behind the veil and, and some of the, you know, the collision guys, they've seen me at times to where it's like, I get super quiet and it's just because I see certain things or I hear certain things or mm-hmm. certain situations that would happen. Not would even, not even within our camp, but just like period. And it would just hurt my heart. Like it would hurt my heart yeah. because I was really in this thing. And so for the last four or five years, I've been dated. You know what I mean? Like to, to be completely honest and me, me starting to peer back into it. 
there's some dope and talented artists, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I really can't speak on the camaraderie piece because I'm not connected, you know, like like I used to be. Like I, I can pick up the phone and probably reach out to people and talk, you know, talk to there's a handful of artists though from that from that uh, era, those eras that I'm talking about that I have a genuine relationship with, you know, like mm. I talked to Brinson for like an hour today. I've been rocking with Brinson for, you know, 10, 12, 13 years. Like he's the most solid individual Same. that That's my brother. doesn't yeah. get, you know, he doesn't get enough credit at, at all. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, it is not even about music most times. It's just about encouraging me and my and my faith and me trying to do the same for him or parenting or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. I, I just I rock with those guys that, that you know, I stayed down with with and, and um, KJ52, like like I said, K dramas, a few others. But as far as like how it is now, the camaraderie, I can't really even call it because I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's real or, or yeah. if it's fake. You know what I mean? No, you're you're fine. You're fine. Um, you know, I just I just wanted to ask that question. I mean, we are definitely blessed here on the show because we have artists on here four days a week, if not five. Right. So we get right. to we kind of have like the inside scoop of really kind of how God has raised up like this whole new generation mm. of who you know people who are carrying the torch from. You know, I say from when we when we kicked it off, like they're just like, let me go. I'm ready to go and I'm ready to take it um, to, to new heights. So, um, no, but everybody you mentioned, they, they are the y'all are the foundation. I don't want to say they because you're included in this group. And one of the things I want to commend you on is actually doing music now and keep on doing it because this platform we get to reintroduce artists like yourself so people are like wait a minute and so they go back you know because they're newly saved and they're just now coming back in the game so it's almost like it's brand new again i'm i'm just just sharing that with you because people are just in awe like where where has everybody been like they're just now getting they're just now getting to hear like all of the music all the adult music that uh we've been doing for for a minute now so i just want to community thank you for coming on here i mean you are definitely one of the legends in the game so uh now people need to know they didn't know who you are i mean they do need to know for real so we're gonna make sure they know you absolutely uh, for listen, real if they listen, don't before we get <laughs> you out of here Drake, talk a little bit briefly about this new project that you're about to drop Ooh. and tell yeah, riggs we so- said hi tell riggs we said hi yeah, I will. I will. That reason is the man. He's the man. He's dope. He put together a dope project too, y'all. If y'all haven't checked it out yet, y'all y'all definitely need to check mm-hmm. it out. Get in session too. Um, but yeah, the, the name of the new project is called Reborn, and it it's kind of what what you were talking about. Like I feel like, um, like I said, I'm kind of re-entering in to to this space, and I know that things won't be the same as far as the way that I feel about the the space. Like because I was in a certain uh you know mindset mindset and mind frame and just in, in a different part of my life at the time like i'm married with three kids now like i'm about to be 41 years old like i'm not the same kid that i was back then but i still see the need for for what we all do mm-hmm. and i kind of want to you know I, I, not kind of i do i want to get back into uh just creating and, and letting the, the people hear it and whatever guy wants to do with that he can 
he can do with it what he what he wants. And so the new the new project is called Reborn. It's kind of like a, a kickoff to what I'll be doing on a larger scale. So there'll only be like three hundred uh, digital copies of, of this available. Okay. On my website. Uh, and it's mainly because that that project that I talked about in, in 2003 that I sent to K Drama, my brother and I, we only pressed up 300 copies and sent them everywhere. And so it's kind of like a, an, an ode to that to that that first 300 that wow. that we got out the door. And so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm working with you know uh, a few uh, <laughs> usual suspects uh, in, in regards to like MCs. Okay. Um, Production-wise, some of it will be handled by Box. Uh, if you guys know Box, he's worked a lot with uh, Corey Paul and Reconcile, mm -hmm. the old front line. He's from Houston, so I've been knowing him for, for a while. Uh, you know, right now, joined with Taylor Gray, joined with uh, Tragic, uh, Hero, which that's another name that I don't think gets enough, <laughs> like you said, Flowers or whatever. Tragic yeah, right. really has been a frequent collaborator of mine. Um, man, it's just a re-entry is, is what I want to say. You know, I just want to okay. kind of reintroduce myself to to people. You know, listen, Trey, we appreciate you rocking with us today, man. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, following you on all your social media platforms, mm -hmm. as well as uh, introduce your latest single? Yeah, you can reach me. Uh, I'm on IG. Uh, that's where I'm uh, at the most, I guess. Online is uh, Instagram. That's Trey Murray or at Trey Murray twenty two. Uh, and DreMurray.com is is the website. You can hit the mailing list for all updates there, and uh, you can go ahead and let that vice versa uh, rip for for the people real quick. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. You're tuned back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus. Dice Gamble, tap right back in. Listen, we we, we, we got to get into this conversation, Dice. So, of course, you know, the internet is going crazy. The gospel world is going crazy. Um, literally, um, two days ago, uh, Ernest Pugh went to his social media and expressed his um, opinions on what he felt like he experienced at the Stellar Awards. And I'm going to read a little bit of it. I'm going to read all of it, but I'm going I'm to read what, what, what he said. And I'm going to read all of it. We got time. Um, okay. Well, if there was ever a time to pivot from industry to ministry, let me go back to that. <laughs> well, if there, well, if there was ever a time to pivot from industry to ministry, so that right there, that one right there just threw me all off. So I'm like, okay, all right. So uh, pivot from industry to ministry. That moment had, is here for me. The Gospel Hip Hop Awards, formerly known as the Stellar Awards, have given us a clear indication where the focus on their platform and their audience lies. They have sent a clear message to those of us who have been in the gospel music industry for 15 to 20 plus years um, that we are no longer needed, wanted, or welcome on their stage anymore. Perhaps the powers that be feel pressured to uh, pre feel pressured by sponsors and advertisers to adorn the gospel with the elements of entertainment. But whatever the case, the writing is on the wall, and do not and I do not plan to sit around and await my demise. Please understand, as a creative, I will forever create music and release it into the earth and affect the affect the flow of the worship because by no means can these systems of the world stop destiny or purpose. It's simply time to 
differentiate between industry and ministry. I promise to keep the main thing, the main thing, which is the advancement of <laughs> of the kingdom of God. <laughs> I got to stop there. Ain't nothing else to read. <laughs> I got problems with a lot of this. And bless your life, uh, Ernest Pugh. The advancement of the kingdom of God. I, that that right there, I, I start there and work my way back up. Dice. So I, I thought kingdom advancement is... Uh, all of us like i didn't know that was just one person's individual job i thought that was any believer who is a believer like that's our goal right kingdom advancement reach the goal each and every day be used by god as a mere vessel be transformed by the word be changed by the word so that people can see the fruit on you they can see the spirit of god on you and want to have that same thing like so so what are we doing so no so let him tell it and bless your life we're not ministry driven dice we're industry driven what we're doing right here me and you dice we're doing this for the industry we ain't doing this for souls we ain't doing this for god we're industry driven this music that we play right here on on the fix it's not ministry it's industry that's what he said his words am, am i am i not looking into it the right way talk to me first of all focus he um he must be hurt but it ain't number shots being thrown through this whole tweet that I, I mean, through the whole post. It's just shots. So, it is jealousy. It's so easy to see. It, it, it's unfortunate because uh, we we have supported this man. So that's why I'm like, to your point. No, trust me, we are doing this for the Lord. You already know we 100 Jesus over here. Like. It's just sad, but this, I'm glad we having this talk and I don't want to get on one of my rants, but y'all know I talk about this battle between that spirit of religion and separatism. The spirit of separatism is the spirit of the antichrist. We all know that that's all the enemy wants from us is to not be on the same page and to battle against each other. We do the same exact thing. I mean, it is what it is. Like you might put bananas in a, in a blender and make your milkshake. I might put bananas in some bread and make banana bread i'm still we still using bananas so it's like i, I just it's unfortunate because uh the, even the way he kicked this off um if there ever was a time to pivot from industry to ministry huh what? i mean it's, it's just like what <laughs> so you just think all hell done broke loose because Estella's done allow some hip hop people up on here. And listen, shout out to our brother Jay Williams who, you know, you, you use this gospel hip hop award line like it was a shot, like, like, like the gospel hip hop awards are lesser than Estella's. I'm offended by that. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yes, I love Estella's, but these are not the same opportunities here. You know, Jay created the other one so that we could have opportunities. So. And him and, and, and Ernest wanting to throw a shot and say the Stella's is kind of like turned into this. All you're doing is bigging up the Gospel Hip Hop Awards. So you're letting me know you're jealous of the Gospel Hip Hop Awards. You're jealous. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You have to be. Because of the way that you're talking. And I'm not saying he exactly said it's because of CHH artists, but there was no reason to even comment about the Gospel Hip Hop Awards, man, or try to compare the Stellars to that if you weren't talking about the hip hop aspect. And it, it, that's just disrespectful. It's like, come on, man. And then when he was talking about, well, um, I guess uh, he was referring to hip hop being created as like uh, this, what do you say down here at the bottom? Mm. When he just, oh gosh, he's just talking about this energy and all this 
foolery. And then it's like it's industry and not ministry. What we do is definitely ministry focus. You said that a minute ago. Like every single, our whole days are spent praying to God, listening to God in God's word, believing God for the next um, soul to be saved and opportunity. I mean, begging God to use us and really move us out the way, but use us for his purpose. So when you have men in the body of Christ who feel like they can uh, demean the things you're doing, it, it, it's, it's insane. But I, I just think God is exposing those who have a true heart for him and those who are hurt right now and they and they don't and i and i have to say it like that like i said i it's more disheartening for me you know i've been at the sea room with ernest p i was sharing this with you he signed you know his music like i've supported him we've been on the same stages and so this is offensive to me because it's like bruh what are you talking about like we, we have served side by side you know um so i don't know I, I really think he's upset i really think he's hurt everything he's saying in this message uh, it's a clear message for the, you know, that basically he wasted his money. I'm sitting here like, you've been giving your money to the Stellars. We all, we all have done that. Like there is a membership fee. That's how we are able to have these events and things like that. So if, uh, I don't know, like $1,500 has, has turned you uh, ill against <laughs> what the Stellars did this year. Good grief. I mean, apologize. And I give you back the 1500 I'm not even playing. Say you're sorry. Come on, uh, come on here and apologize. You know what I'm saying? If it's a, if it's about the money, we know it ain't about the money because ninety five dollars a year ain't nothing to nobody. Come on. So it's like I, I just any I'm embarrassed for him. You know, like low key, like so you just all the times the Stellas have supported you and been there for you. What you mad this year? Now you want to cancel the Stellas? Like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's a lot up in this. Like, he's hurt. He's upset. Some, some men and women of God who are around him, they should have, they should have been counseling him or, or, or jumped right on this and been like, bro, we gotta go right now, go, go before the throne and beg God for forgiveness, and then we need to go to our brothers and sisters and say, you know what? I was just mad. You know what I'm saying? Because I got my own opinion on what the Stellas should be. But he don't run the Stellars. You know what I'm saying? He don't run the kingdom. Like, you are just a, a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care how 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 dope you think you are as, a, as an artist or a creative or even a worship leader or a pastor or whatever you call your, whatever you call yourself, you are not in this text or in this uh, post. You are nothing in this post but angry, upset, bitter, hurt, full of unforgiveness. Somebody's wronged you. And you need to go confront that person you know, but don't try to throw shots at how we build in the kingdom over here in CHH. Focus. That's how I know we about to go somewhere with it. When our own people, the own people, our own people who should be supportive of how we are really taking this to the streets, streets. No, you should be supportive of, of what we're doing. Like, come on, we all do. This is all God. The gospel is the word of the Lord. That is it. The gospel is Jesus Christ. It's, it's the story. So it's like, you don't, it ain't your gospel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The gospel right. needs to evolve too. We have to evolve, you know. But this is a little staunch spirit that I've always had to fight concerning the church. And when I mean the church, I don't mean the body of Christ. I mean just these buildings that house people who have these thoughts that you can't do A, B, and C and be of God. You can't do A, B, and C and really love the Lord. You can't do A and A, B, and C and that's gospel. It's like gospel. The, the, the beautiful thing about gospel is there is no box for it. 
Nice. I mean, we want to get down to it. It came from jazz uh, music. If we want to just really go there, jazz, blues, and mm-hmm. even even a little bit of country. So mm-hmm. your quote unquote gospel music, <laughs> it, it ain't what you really think it is. So I, I just, oh man, I, when I saw this, I, I, I laughed because I'm like, oh, you mad, mad. I said, oh, he's bitter, bitter. Like somebody really offended him in a way where he should have went to that person first because I'll be honest with you this is gonna burn I don't care how many apologies he gives like there's some people they ain't never gonna support him the same or look at him the same because they're like bro we in this together like come on you can't throw shots at hip-hop and the Stellars in one post you know your career over as far as I can say like like people will entertain you and let you come sing a few songs but they, they're not gonna be feeling you like like they really were before you know you, yeah nah I mean, it's sad, but no, it's definitely right. sad. It'll be all right. Yeah, he definitely be all right. <laughs> DJ Focus Dice Gamble, we got to go to break. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. <laughs> and the fix is in. You tune back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel One Fifty Four, Holy Culture Radio. DJ Focus Dice Gamble, and listen, we you know still having this uh, great conversation talking about mm-hmm. our brother uh, in Christ, Ernest mm-hmm. Pugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the statement he went to uh, his social media page on Monday and uh, just expressed some opinions about the Stellar Award performance and it being probably too uh, oversaturated with the hip-hop vibe. You know, I, I probably think of something else, uh, the performance that Kier Sheard Kelly and um, Ja'Kalen Carr, you know, they came out and they did a little, um, little rap to... Um, Ludicrous, uh, welcome to Atlanta, uh, beat, uh, instrumental. So that probably was like, you know, I guess that probably like, you know, that was probably like the iceberg for him. He was like, you know what, you know, I, I gotta speak on this. But you, you said something, Dyson, and we'll, we'll hop to what you said before in the first segment, um, before we went to break. God's word has to continue to evolve. Yeah, it does. So if, if it's a living word, Mm-hmm. And we're constantly growing in this living word. No different to how we talk the old school parenting versus the new school parenting. Mm. There's a reason why, you know, gr- grandmama, you know, our great grandparents and our grandparents and then our parents, every generation, we were taught different things mm-hmm. about the faith. I'm talking about specifically about God. I remember the way. My grandmother introduced me to God compared to how my mother introduced me to God was totally different. Mm. Both of them were still relevant. Both of them were still good, but they were presented to me in a different way. And I say that uh, in, in I say that for a reason. With it being that it evolves, we know right now street ministry is what's needed the most. Mm. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, when you talk about outreach, going into the community for mm-hmm. meeting the needs of uh, the less unfortunate, maybe, you know, the homeless, the sick and the shut in, you know, mm-hmm. we, we talk about, you know, going on the corners and trying to uh, have connections with maybe some people who maybe, you know, because of their environment, they never had anybody love on them. They, they choose to sell drugs and we're trying to get them to stop selling those drugs and let mm-hmm. them know that if you, if you can do this and you can establish this in the drug game, you can be an entrepreneur if you go back to school and you do things. But you have to go out there and relate to them. And how do we relate to them, guys? Let's be very mm-hmm. clear. What 90% of what the streets listen to mm-hmm. is hip hop, whether you receive 90%. it or not. 
Let's, let's be very clear. You can go on, it doesn't matter what city you in, you can go on any urban community and go mm-hmm. to their, their projects or any type of urban community. They're going to be listening to hip hop. Mm-hmm. They're going to miss a little bit of Kirk in there because he, because Kirk has done it in a, a tasteful way to where he, he makes it hip hop ish. But for the most part, they're going to listen to hip hop. So we have a mm-hmm. genre. He said something that he was inaccurate about. He said for the last 15 to 20 years, Dice. Then he said for the last 15 to 20 years, um, we've been able to do this successfully. Let me make sure I'm quoting him right. Hold on. Let me pull it back up. I'm sorry. What did he say? Okay. Music industry for the fit, for the last, for, uh, for the last 15 to 20 years, um, that is no longer needed. Well, I'm sorry. Gospel music industry for 15 to 20 years that is no longer needed. I don't know if you know, but gospel hip hop. Gospel hip hop is. I'm, I'm gonna let you speak after this. Gospel hip hop has actually been out longer than 15 to 20 years. Uh, please look up a brother called Mike Peace who was making gospel hip hop back in '85. Mm-hmm. So this has been a form that has been reaching the streets since 1985. If I'm not mistaken, and, and please quote me on this, Mike Peace is the first gospel hip hop recording artist where he literally got paid off of it made multiple albums i think he had a, a tv show too as well dice <laughs> that literally came on on the weekends that was speaking to the youth and he was being able to be used to win souls <clears throat> so how are we industry and not ministry well i think he's confused and obviously he's confused because <sighs> i mean just I mean, the arrogance that he has shown us, um, just like the Gospel Hip Hop Awards, formerly known as the Stellar Awards, like, that's deep. You've totally disrespected a lot of people who have put together the Stellars, bro. Like, they created a platform for gospel music, you know? And like I said, it's a compliment to the Gospel Hip Hop Awards, because thank you, God, for... Uh, for him speaking that the gospel hip hop awards is going to be as big as the Stellars. Thank you. Thank you. Like, like, thank you. I wonder if he even knows about the gospel hip hop awards. Like, if it's a real thing. Like, if he even knows about our brother Jay (laughs) Seriously. Like, I think he might be ignorant to the fact. And I can be wrong. He, he, I mean, and he may, but it's just like, why would you think? Because he, Next, he said they've sent a clear message to those of us who have been in the gospel industry for 15 or 20 years. Do you think the Stellars doesn't know how to get on a microphone and say how they really feel like like they know how to get a message across nobody's out here trying to sneak and do stuff and i'm just like first of all ernest does not own the stellars so it's like why why do you think you can control anything they do anyway but uh we were talking about this like man it's been like 30 plus years for the Stellars going and we haven't had four artists especially like these that were able to perform on the Stellars so it's the honor for us to finally say yes we we're out here spreading the gospel the way we love to spread the gospel and the way the streets love to hear the gospel and the way these youth love to hear the gospel and when do we get our props or our recognition I thank God for the Stellars that they actually gave these artists a platform you know, so that so that people could see, like, no, they out here, like they out here uh, doing the same thing that this gospel uh, artist here is doing. I think that it's it's upsetting that he wanted to say, um, you know, the main thing is is to advance the kingdom and not the agendas that are rooted in idolatry and greed, bruh. 
do you know how many gospel uh, uh scandals they have been that were rooted in idolatry and greed so don't try to put that on hip-hop like like not no god not no chh not no gospel rap like we are not doing um what we do for you know oh my goodness it's just it's just sad like he he he's just he's upset and he's hurt you know and he's talking about it's it, sadly it's the end of an era like i don't know what era you think it's the end of but god is just getting started like <laughs> right. like he's it's like he's been sleeping under a rock like bro you 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 are totally missing what god is doing god is kicking open doors he's doing different things in the earth like it, it, it's just un, it's insane and he's like those of us who are wise so what do you call everybody else stupid who doesn't right. doesn't believe like you like that's what i'm saying it's the shots and the arrogance for me it's like bruh come on man i can I understand you hurt you didn't have to send this out but it's the fact this is in his heart you know out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks mm-hmm. and he's been speaking nothing but hatred jealousy and bitterness through this whole thing, throwing shots at gospel, throwing shots at hip hop, throwing shots at the Stellar Awards, throwing shots at you know, even even the uh, the part about the money, like you know what I'm saying, like bruh, if you've been paying your uh, dues for 15, 20 years, like I said, focus, I give you fifteen hundred dollars, but you need to go and apologize to everybody. You need to go ahead and apologize to every single person that you've offended it for your sake, for your soul's sake, like. You know, and he knows as a as a as a man of God, you don't put your mouth on a man and a woman of God, especially when they're out here doing the Lord's work. So it's like, we no uh, no we we we, we industry we we ain't ministry. No, us we 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 ain't But here's the thing: if we industry, if we industry, then why your behind even show up to the show? Like, don't come no more. Like, don't matter of fact, don't even put don't put the, don't put none of these names in your mouth no more. It's just it's upsetting because he knows it's not true, but. I'm pretty sure he's sorry that he wrote that. I know he's probably apologized a thousand different ways by now, but um, this is a spirit though. Like I've said it before on the show, especially as a CHH artist, a hip hop artist, you know, I'd have been kicked out of churches. I'd have been Christians that have said, you know, you ain't going to be blessed. Like all this, you know, foolery. And it's that idea that God can't do any more than he started in 1988. Mm. Oh, so you telling me that's where God stopped? God stopped <laughs> evolving music, evolving gospel music. Like music has to get frozen in that time. No, brother. No, you you made that up. Like God, God is an awesome God, you know? And um, no, man, this thing is definitely evolving. And here's the deal. He's blocking a lot of opportunity. I'm sure there are a lot of artists that would love to be on a track with him. Like, you know, come on, man. So it's it's sad it's unfortunate but this is a religious spirit like i said i I always pray against this one like man lord show people that these young people are really doing your work and guess what ernest pugh can't go to the hood and do what these people doing ernest pugh can't go to uh yeah what east side land he can't go to candle road he can't go to he can't go nowhere you understand he can't even go to kanye's as far as i'm concerned on the street corner at night and sang now one song without uh somebody uh you know doing something bad to him so um no, no, he's a he's a he's a different type of breed. And honestly, I hate that I've learned that he's got a whole other side of him because this takes a minute to fester. This ain't just one of those overnight. I'm mad because maybe I didn't get an opportunity to be on stage or maybe I think it's too many rappers on the stage or 
Now this is a whole. You've been holding on to all this. You've been. This is all. This is like two, three paragraphs. So, uh, you know, the Lord really needs to uh, do some work in him, and I hope he lets God in to really do this work and undo his thoughts and all his anger. Because um, we're supposed to be together building the kingdom of God, not not separate. Like I said, separatism in, in the church and all that. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. That's all the enemy wants is for us to be on either side when we need to be walking hand in hand together like we are one body like so um yeah this is this is interesting but he's hurt that's why i'm like man hurt people hurt people that's why it's important to deal with your pain and your hurts and your unforgiveness um because that one we were just talking about this focus we were we were literally just talking about this like that one that one little thing that you just refuse to deal with that snake you don't you don't want to cut the head off it comes back to haunt you and it can shut your whole empire down. And, um, man. Well, yeah. I'm, def- I'm definitely praying for him. I-, I think that he, he really, he really needs to, uh, I know he's done a, we, we saw he did a, did an interview with, uh, what's his name? Larry, Larry, um, what's yeah, Larry's I'm listening to him no more either because he's a hater too. Larry, yeah. Yeah, Larry. I, don't, I don't fool with him. You know, he made that post. I mean, I responded. I was like, bro. Which one? I was about to say it's been a couple. Yeah, of it was. He he made he made a comment about CHH artists. You know, Larry think he all that too with his corny. I don't even think he can sing like that. I'm just gonna put it out there like that. Like, stop acting like you all that. These people are disrespectful. So no, they. I see why he went on his show. Like y'all both, you're the same people to me. You got the same attitude. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like so it, that's, it's that's, just that's, that's it's why sad I'm, because I'm, they think it's they think it's funny. Yeah. No. I don't care. Yeah, it's but, but I, I think I think we're, we're definitely praying for Ernest P. I'm be honest, we're gonna pray for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. but we're gonna speak our peace. We are here, yeah. uh, Ernest. If you're listening, we are in no form of fashion looking to stop you from doing what you're doing. I think Ricky no. Diller said it the best at say? the uh, Stellar Awards. He said he loves all genres of the gospel music. Yeah, he just asks that nobody takes the choir away. Which right. no one has, you know. Mm-hmm. You have the quartet singers, you have the choirs, you have your your your, your, your psalmists. You know, mm-hmm. we we have we listen. We even have gospel jazz musicians. Oh, Let's yeah. be very clear. Yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah. So what, what what are we talking about? So so gospel jazz musicians are uh, industry too as well. Just because mm-hmm. it's not a gospel song that comes out, no, let's not do that. And we we're on the same team, Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, no, I, boo. I don't I think, know. I think he got to get this together. I think he needs to come forward. And uh, definitely, um, you know, it should be a statement uh, of him. I'm, I'm curious to to see if uh, the Stellars make a statement. I haven't seen anything as of yet, but I'm wondering if they make a statement. Because, yes, to your point, he didn't just call out. Uh, you a nominated artist. What are you doing? What are you doing? Or even putting it on. It's like you almost questioning the Stellars' intent of even yes. doing this. Like what? And the baby it's the powers that be and the money and the advertising. It's like so you throwing jabs at people who have paved the way for you to have a platform? No. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Nope. We're not doing that. It's disrespectful. That's what I'm saying. It's so arrogant. It's like, what? Bro, these are the same people that gave you opportunity. They can't get nobody else opportunity. No, they just got to give it. They got. They only got it. They only get to give people like you opportunities, huh? That's a bias there. Like there is no bias, and it shouldn't be a bias in the kingdom. But like I said, this is this is why we have shows like this. 
you know, like you said, trying to expose the positive and relevant music. You know, like like we trying to change the culture and just be like, listen, God is in this. And um, God is blessing this. God is blessing CHH. And you already know I'm a fighter of it. So that's why I'm like, hip-hop, Christian music, Christian hip-hop, gospel hip-hop. I already, I've seen the effects of it and how it changes people's lives. You know, it changed my life. So okay. that's why I'm like, man, come on, man. The gospel is the gospel and it's going to work and do what it do. You know, it's not about a sound or era. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to break. Pay some bills. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on SiriusXM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And listen, we appreciate you guys rocking with us today. Another uh, great day on this hump day. Uh, mm-hmm. We pray you getting up this early into mountain. Uh, come on and get up and uh, make sure you uh, have some time, spend some time with the Lord, spend some time with God. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really want you guys to continue to develop your prayer life, develop your spiritual walk. We want to get better each and every day. Uh, believe us, we are not industry here. We are kingdom and ministry minded. Uh, Dice and I always have conversations, and I love the fact that you know we have these conversations to reach once again maybe uh, a lot of people who wouldn't maybe come to the regular church yeah, yeah. so we have a safe space right here where we have yeah. these conversations that we know are real that yeah. we know really resonates with people who are still struggling to get to the level where they understand the bible understand mm-hmm. their spiritual calling and their purpose and all that good stuff mm-hmm. so listen we'll be right here weekdays 6 a.m mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a god say something else uh, preaching the gospel. We are not industry. We are ministry. Let's be very clear. So, uh, my brother Ernest Pugh, much love to you. I, I promise you, I-, I am sending you love. We agree, we disagree on your comments and your statements, but I do right. want to send you some love. I- we would love the opportunity t- for you to come on this platform <clears throat> and really interview with people who have been in the Christian hip hop space, who understand the space, and let's have some healthy dialogue. Maybe you have some questions. Maybe you, you need some things answered that you don't understand about the genre. We understand it's a small subgenre, but it's still ministry driven. It's mm. still changing people's lives. My life changed because of Christian hip hop. Dice's life has changed because yeah. of Christian hip hop. So you can't tell me God can't take this ministry, mm. this music, and use it. We need to make sure we reach everybody, not mm-hmm. just the old mature saints, but everybody. And even mm-hmm. some of the old mature saints. We, yes, we have listeners who are, you know, <laughs> mature saints who listen to us too as well, just like we have teenagers and millennials and, you know, uh, you know, in the mid range too as well, mm-hmm. you know, that 30 year old, 35 year old. So listen, let's be very clear. Uh, we are not industry. Please don't mm-hmm. say that anymore, my brother. Mm-hmm. Don't do that because we would never do you like that. We would never, never man. Your platform and everything you've accomplished, all the souls that God has used you to minister through your music and really touch people, we would never, never, never take that from you. So listen, this is how we praise them. Psalms 150. I'm going I'm to I'm stand firm on that scripture. This is how we praise them. There is a certain listenership to Christian hip hop, and it's big. Oh, it's so big. We on Sirius XM. Let's be very clear. On a Wednesday morning, Sirius on XM. On a Wednesday morning? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I think the Stellars recognize that there is value in this too as well just like other people have recognized it too as well listen you go to sporting events 
you don't even realize, Ernest Q, you probably went to a sporting event and you've heard a Christian hip-hop artist maybe rap on some of the songs. About seven years ago, during the playoffs, Christian Gray out of Columbus, Ohio, made a song called Stop Me. ESPN was playing it like crazy. And if you listen to the content of the song, Stop Me, it's an inspirational track. It's a motivational track to get you centered back into knowing that God blessed you with that gift to play basketball. A lot of people don't know that because you ain't, you ha- if you haven't listened to it, you wouldn't know. So listen to it again. It's inspirational. But listen, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, we definitely appreciate you, Ernest Pugh. We would definitely love to interview with you. So if you, you, you're hearing the sound of uh, Dice or my voice, please reach out because we're going to reach out. Let's be very clear. I'm, I'm on the phone already, Dykes. <laughs> I'm making some calls right now because I, I really want to have some conversations. Well, I do. I, I don't. Want, I want it to be healthy too, as well. We, we we're not looking to get into no shouting matches, none of that. No, let's, I want to hear you out and hear us out, and let's see where we at, and let's let's build the kingdom up like it should be, because that's what it should be. Like you said, Dykes, you brought some very key points. We should not be divided. We on the same team. Same team. Same team. There's people that same, you reach, same mission, Ernest. same purpose. There's people that you reach, Ernest that dice can't reach that focus can't reach but with all three of us together we reach them all <laughs> it's power right. in numbers all of it it all works together uh, it all works together and so yeah we, we definitely want to uh, bring the lord to the lord and like i said I, I of course i got shots and i want to throw at him i mean i want to punch well, him you face, you know like i'm so mad i'm like you know when you meet somebody you know somebody you serve with somebody and you know minister with somebody you're like come on bro that's why i'm like i think he just had a moment and um I think it's important for us to take things to the Lord. You mentioned prayer. And I think that when we do start to feel certain ways, especially us in the body of Christ, knowing we have a formula on how we take things to the Lord secretly. We take things secretly to our brothers. But if it was a stellar ward, you go to them in private, you know, and try to work out things. But we don't need to be out here uh posting for the world to see you know like things like this because you know we might have believers that are watching us and follow our non-believers that are watching us and following us and then on the day they're like i can't wait to see somebody post something positive or something about god and then you post this it's like you missed some sheep that you could be shepherding or some people that god has sent away so um you know, I think about that piece, like not necessarily, I know Ernest is going to be just fine. We know he's a man of God. So, you know, it's just a moment, I think. But um, but we can throw off people who are looking at us as leaders in the body of Christ. You know, they're looking at us differently and we got to show up differently. I mean, that's just the calling. So um, anyway, praying for him. Yeah, get him on the show. Bring him on here. Let's talk about it. Um, shout out to the Stellars, man. You already know we're trying to show up next year. You know, I bought four basketballs, folks. I told you four. One, two, three, four. I bought four basketballs. I'm rolling up. But I'm. You left handed, aren't you? You left handed. I, I got the Ambi. I got the Ambi. Born left handed. Know how to use the right. So, um, yeah, like I'm excited that we're, we are us as a genre gospel hip hop, gospel rap, CHH. We're, we're just now getting invites and opportunities so yeah i just had to rebuke all this hatred you know <laughs> got rebuked that because i'm like lord you just now open you're kicking these doors open for us right now so the world can see that we really love you so yeah that's we gotta keep shining our light over here focus that's it yeah, let's keep shining our light let, let, let's be very clear we have nothing but love for the gospel yeah industry all listen, the gospel yes we, l- listen to the people we interviewed during stellar <laughs> uh, uh uh jabari johnson Jason Claiborne, 
Um, we also uh, interviewed Titus Showers. We also uh, interviewed Lamont Saunders. We interviewed Dietrich Haddon. We've interviewed Pastor Mike Jr. And I, I could keep going down the list. Joe yeah, Keaton. Darlene McCoy. Darlene, Darlene McCoy. Uh, Jermaine Dolly. All we Red do is. Yes. We work together. We together on this mission. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because don't get it twisted. Our main focus in music that we push is Christian hip hop. But we still make sure that we give the gospel the respect that they deserve. Absolutely. We all come from that. All we come from, come that. from it. Let's be honest. Our grandmothers all grew us up playing them albums on them eight tracks of gospel music. Let's be very yeah. clear. Come on now. Come on now. We so. appreciate y'all rocking with us. We definitely want to shout out our brother again, Dre Murray. Uh, shouts out to my brother, Dre Murray. If you uh, haven't picked up his latest project, uh, go to his uh, social media. He says it's going to be a limited amount of... Uh, yeah, 300 copies. That's 300 it. copies that you will be able to download. So, you, listen, go to Dre Murray's uh, social media and go to his website so that you can uh, stay up with him on his music. He's been doing his thing for a long, long time, and he's been, been, been putting out solid music. So I just want to continue to shout out Dre Murray for everything he's done for the genre of Christian hip-hop, continuing to make music. And uh, just continue to be great. So definitely shouts out to you again, Dre Murray. Listen, we got to get out of here. We have another packed show again for y'all tomorrow to tap in with us. You know, it's Thursday, Thursday. Thursday, uh, Thursday. So uh, <laughs> we'll have updates too as well. We're going to keep you guys up to date with everything that's going on still with Brittany Griner and that situation as well as now. We have to keep y'all up to date too as well with this uh, these comments that Ernest Pugh, our brother Ernest Pugh, has made as well. So we we didn't get a chance uh, yesterday to uh, watch uh, any of the interviews that he's already done. I know he's done one, at least one or two interviews. So we're gonna go back and watch some of those and break some of those down, and we're gonna uh, talk about it tomorrow, Thursday, Thursday. And uh, yeah, we definitely hope uh, you know we can get him on the show too as well to have some great uh, conversation. Listen, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement is always the goal, kings and queens. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.